As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't even figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot and really a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Thursday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe at Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there, join the militia live on Twitter, X Spaces, for the final segments of each show. And I uh, wanted to spread that far and wide as we are about nine days away from kickoff, which means we're roughly... Four days away from our preview for Colgate. So um, we will do predictions live for some of our previews. And then obviously the post games, those will contain the feedback from you, the fans, via Twitter, Facebook, if anyone ever sees it. And uh, of course, just the, you know, through the live Twitter X spaces. So speaking of live Twitter X spaces, we did a show last night. And it's about two hours. I would love for you to go check it out. It's all about Syracuse football, a little bit of offense, a little bit of defense. Brought Tyler Marone on as our special guest, as we always do before the season kicks off. And we did some buy, sell, or holds. Uh, so good conversation there. But as we were wrapping things up, Joe saw a tweet about some conference uh, realignment Um you know, BS having to do with uh, some things getting added to the ACC. Just so happens, uh, one of our Twitter space listeners, uh, Luke, Level Up Luke, at Level Up Luke on Twitter, happened to be there at the right time. And this is a guy that always adds some serious depth. And, you know, he's been on the show via Twitter spaces before, and he's excellent. So lucky for us, he was listening at the time. And I felt like since the show was already two hours, and this was going to be the last call of the night. We were going to separate that segment, that that call from the show last night and just put it as a standalone because I didn't want to get buried at the end of a, a two-in-a-half-hour show. So with that said, this is that call. I uh, appreciate all of you for listening. And without further ado, here we go. The lost segment from last night. I just um, saw a tweet saying that the ACC is going to add Stanford, Cal, and SMU. Oh, I can go to Syracuse games in Texas now. You said I mean, I don't know how. You said what? I mean, it's still, you it's, s- I'm just saying, I don't know how, it's not from like the ACC, so I don't know how accurate it is. What, but what, what you said Stanford, Cal. Cal and SMU. SMU I heard about, though. Yeah, and they were talking about Stanford and Cal. I didn't hear about that one. I don't know if I like. I don't know if I like that. Man. I, I'm not sure if I like sense. that either. But I, I mean, I wasn't even sure about SMU. But I mean, you're going to start th- seeing these things build up to these super conferences where you know we're you know some of these ACC teams they might just be building up for some of these ACC teams to move. Who knows? Do you know right. what I mean? Like 
Well, I'm su- surprised Congress lets them do it. It's the last thing we need them involved what, with. What do they care, dude? Well, what the climate. They care? The cl- climate. What, from all the flying? I mean, why would we? Yeah. Now these, now these people got to fly. Schools. They're like, no, oh, we want to see this. Oh, oh, this is, this is our. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to fly softball team out to California to play Cal save the environment Luke. go ahead and I cannot wait to go to at, a SMU Syracuse game at level up Luke <laughs> on Twitter what's up my guy hey not much guys I uh, want to throw it out there I, I know it's been you know they've talked a lot about it um, Stanford and Cal you know begging the ACC to the point where they're offering to come in uh, with no proceeds for the first I think up to two years has been the rumors like they're just looking for a life raft they're trying to get out any way they possibly can um cal has a a massive stadium deal they are so in debt right now like they cannot get caught without a a media deal for the next you know foreseeable future um the idea of syracuse going to california to to play sports is just silly but uh (laughs) you know these schools are in a bind because of all these uh broadcasting deals well, it makes a lot of sense. Do you think it has anything to do with maybe the ACC accepting these guys, like we were saying, or these teams to um, to bulk up in case, you know, maybe some ACC teams move on so there still is an ACC? I mean, the it's, way... It's the, tricky. A lot of the conversation has been, like, if we accept more teams into the conference, is that something that could trigger a backdoor and give FSU and Clemson a reason to, to leave the conference um, because it seems like the grant of rights is so ironclad that these schools want to leave, but they just can't do it and take their media rights with them. So ACC lawyers uh, absolutely did, you know, the best job imaginable that last round of negotiations. Hmm. Um, so it's, it's tough. Yeah. It's interesting. But I mean, Hey, 2036, it's only what thirteen years away. Uh, I'd, I'd be I'd be shocked if the ACC makes it to the end of this grant of rights period, looking the way it does now. I mean, things are definitely moving very very quickly. Yeah, that's the that's what I was fearing. You know, it's gonna it's gonna become a situation where if you aren't putting out, you ain't gonna be seen much. You know what I mean? The opportunities are gonna dwindle. Tyler, you're 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 stewing. Yeah, but, but I mean, we've you know, like the whole reason why we're in this conference to begin with is because of what we're talking about now, right? The Big East died for football for this exact reason. So I don't think it's that outlandish. And by the way, um, to our caller, I missed your name, and I, 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 I mentioned you earlier. I, I think you're like the smartest guy of all time because you nailed every single step in the Quinn Allen case, and to its T, it was like probably one of the most magnificent things I've, I've witnessed because everything you said was right. And so are you either the smartest person in the world or how did, like, how do you know exactly what handles <laughs> he did talk in, about uh, legal procedures? <laughs> um, I, I don't know about that. I think I was off on a few details, but um, no, it's, you know, I, I follow this kind of stuff. I'm interested in it. Um, and as far as like the realignment stuff, you know, I, I was following that intently because I, I love college football, and it seems like this is going to be 
changing the the sport that I grew up with that I love into something that I don't think any of us will really recognize at the end of the day. It's uh, hmm. it's sad. Do you it think it makes me definitely sad it, it, with the NIL being a big part of it and all that stuff? Just the amount of money that's involved in it is just money corrupts. Money corrupts. Period. That's yeah, the end of I, my think, I think I agree with the the overall point. NIL specifically, I don't think that's the end of the world. Um, I think it's mostly the the broadcast uh, media deals. Mm-hmm. And Notre Dame away from. Yeah, Notre Dame being with NBC uh, is definitely the reason they're not joining a conference. But I think it goes back to the 80s. Um, I want to say with Reagan, when he was decentralizing everything, uh, his government uh, ruled that the NCAA could no longer uh, negotiate the rights of individual conference members. So conferences got the ability to negotiate their own broadcast media deals. And that has greatly changed everything from the death of the Southwest Conference to now the death of the Pac-12 has been because these conferences are, are chasing the most money uh, per school because that, that's their incentive. They work for the presidents of the universities, uh, just like Roger Goodell works for the owners in the NFL, not the, uh, not the players. You know, they're not right. looking after the student athletes' best interests. They're looking after the bottom line, the bottom dollar, uh, to the point where the Pac-12 decided to launch the Pac-12 network. Which, looking back, great idea. That's the way that all the media went. But just like we're seeing with all the streaming services now, they're all collapsing because they couldn't generate revenue, and the Pac-12 could not generate revenue for their schools. So they messed up, and they were just one of the first dominoes to fall. The Big Ten sold their entire media rights to the Big Ten Network, which is owned by Fox. So Fox, the broadcast company, owns the media rights to the Big 12. The SEC has a partnership with ESPN. That's a distribution deal. But the Big Ten is literally owned by Fox Broadcasting. So, I mean, that's the area we live, the uh, era we live in where it's going to be like the uh, NFL pretty soon, is my guess. Um, they're going to be able to market these these teams. And the scariest thing I heard was uh, recently on uh, another podcast, what happens next? Uh, right now, they're going after big markets, and some of these colleges are in very small markets. What's to stop a team like University of Georgia from starting to play in Atlanta? What's to stop a team like you know, Cal from just going and playing all their games in, in LA or, you know, San Diego or Mm. moving to Las Vegas, you know, who's to say these teams have to be chained to campus anymore. And I think if you start to go down that path and really chase even bigger dollars and even bigger markets, we're really losing the college-ness of college football. Yeah. Like where does it stop? You're, you're talking about the destruction of the atmosphere, really. To some extent, yeah. in um, the culture, the, the culture, traditions, the things that we exactly. love about yeah. it. Yes, yes, and that is exactly you. You hit the nail on the head. I mean, that is what we love. That's why I went to Virginia Tech. We talk about that all the time. I mean, I wanted to go experience their traditions, and we talk about that with Syracuse. Like they just they fall a little short of those traditions, which is why it's nice to go outside of the dome and experience these things, the things you see on TV. And, and if all that stuff starts collapsing on itself because of, um, 
you know, like what you're talking about with the money and playing every and playing off campus and things like that. I mean, it does. It changes the the changes the whole face of the game. I mean, you've 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 become semi pro with fair weather fans and those things. You know, I mean, look, does it happen? I don't know. Is it heading that way? It could be. Where does it stop? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like you like you were talking about back in the in the Reagan era. Um, it's been progressively getting to where we're at now. So. Yeah, that's... yeah, that makes it more difficult for the fan too, right? Yeah. Because now, okay, instead of going to the campus and dealing with you know that experience on campus, you got to go to a big city. I'm sure the prices are going to be way higher for a ticket, right? And then you got to find out, okay, where it's am I staying? Hotels further from the school. I mean, yeah, that doesn't make it easier for actual fans of the teams to actually go to these games. And mostly students. I mean, is what we're talking about. Right. I mean, where the that's where the heart of it is is with the students. But that's not where the money is. Exactly. Exactly. Unfortunately. But, well, I, mean, I, I would ask you guys in the Rose Bowl. Oh, sorry. Put me to catch off. Yeah, no problem. I was, I was going to say, I'd ask you guys, what do you think the best case for Syracuse is? <laughs> I mean, the, the ACC is in trouble. Would the Big Ten take us? There's no way we fit in the SEC footprint or really have much to contribute there with their focus on sports. I mean, what's the best case for Syracuse? Do we drop to uh, to a group of five conference? Um, because the ACC, it's in trouble. Um, you know, the Big 12 has kind of passed us in the power rankings now. They I, look like they, they have all the momentum. I don't know what the best case scenario outside of what we have now would be. I just I can't imagine anything would be better than what we have now. So that's a tough one. You know, if it's going to be something that devolves... Like you said, I mean, it doesn't get better. There's no best case scenario. Everything from here on out gets worse. We've talked about this a little bit, Joe, in the past. When we started talking about these super conferences, we, we touched on it. And, I mean, he just added way more detail than I ever could. So, uh, you know, put in. Yeah. Put no, in there, is put, a, there is a big question with that. With If the Big Ten and the SEC create these super conferences, is Who's left in? Who's left out? Is Syracuse one of them? No, they're not. That's a, that's I just a don't scary think thing so. to think about. Unless they really step it up. See, Luke, that, that that's the thing. Does Syracuse step it up in time to be recognized as someone that is, um, you know, reputable enough to get accepted into one of these bigger conferences, which would only elevate the program itself anyway. So you would. It's not like you could fall much worse than that. You would just stay on track. Everything would improve, but from here on out, that's what you're working for is to get there, but your program has to improve tremendously to even be considered. So it just depends on how much time you have. I mean, if there's a doomsday clock on college football, what is it? And how quickly can teams like Syracuse reach that point before it's too late? Yeah. And it's and it's the other thing, too, is, is if it was based on the performance of all of your types of teams, I feel like we would get in it. But considering that football is pretty much the moneymaker here, that's where the question comes down. So are they going to look at what makes the money or performance? And I think we all know that answer. So I think that's why <laughs> yeah, we're in the predicament that we're in, right? Because yeah. if you want to look at, okay, yeah, our soccer team won a national championship. All right, how much did we make? How much did that soccer team make for Syracuse University last year? Great soccer players, right? But I just don't know. Like lacrosse, okay, traditionally a good to great lacrosse school. How much money does that bring in, right? So if they're only going to base it upon 
obviously the sports that make money, which we all know that they're going to. That's really where the nerves kick in and where Syracuse is going to get. Which is why football's the football program is the one that's got to be the one to step it up. So, well, I, I saw something several years ago on the profitability of athletic departments. We were surprisingly higher than I expected, we're, and specifically, I. I mean, I think there were only a handful, maybe 10, 12 schools in the entire country that had profitable college basketball programs, and we were one of those. Um, so we do have some profitability, and thankfully we're cl- kind of close to New York City in theory, um, you know, New York's college team. My crackpot conspiracy theory for the super conferences is that the Big Ten might get the orders from Fox, hey, you need to cut the dead weight. And right now, the dead weight in the Big Ten is Purdue, Indiana, Rutgers. Rutgers. Yeah. If you cut Rutgers, what can you do to keep a foothold in that New York City market? That might be the strongest case we have if uh, yep. if that comes to pass. Hmm. Interesting. Completely agree. Completely agree because that's the that's the argument right now of why ACC, the ACC wants to bring in teams like. Cal and Stanford and SMU because you got a foothold in Texas and you got a foothold in California now, right? So um, that's that's a very very great take at what could happen, a hundred percent. Well, Luke, thanks for depressing us all. We really uh, look. <laughs> it's almost it's almost week zero. You know what I'm I'm gonna do? I'm gonna be watching Vandy and Hawaii because that seems like. The absolute kind of sickos football that I need right now. <laughs> I love it. I love it, dude. It, 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 you're tremendous. Okay, uh, you are you are welcome as a speaker slash um, host almost at any point in time, and we appreciate you for joining the conversation, man. I'm probably going to go ahead and remove this whole segment and put it out separate tomorrow that's how i that's how i mean we're about two hours plus into the show i think oh wow i, I, did, I just saw you guys on here i was uh, i've been doing yard work all day well we, um, but we, no thanks for doing the space yeah no no problem at all we don't do uh, the whole show on on twitter spaces so i think this this segment's uh, important enough to maybe put out separately and we'll um we'll have that one out tomorrow so i i appreciate it and we appreciate you for uh for everything you, you've pitched in the, the past couple of times we've been on here. So uh, keep looking out for us, okay? Because uh, y- you had a lot. We appreciate it. Absolutely, guys. Have a great one. All right. You too, man. Take care. Well, that's interesting. So, hey, man. Yes. Yeah. Y- you see where his heart's at, right? So, uh, you know, he couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't delve into it that way. So I learned a couple of things, but makes you put, it puts things into perspective for sure. So um, any final thoughts, gentlemen, on anything? Uh, yeah, re- I mean, the, I truly do think that the product on field is better than ever. It's a television product. The 12-team playoff is really, in my mind, is what led to all this. Absolutely. So that I agree. The m- most teams from one conference can get in. I think that NIL has nothing to do with it. And even if they do create these super conferences, you, me, and everybody else will still watch, and the level of play will continue to rise. And so as much as we want to poo-poo it, yeah, sure, the regionalism is lost, but at the end of the day, 
this is minor league sports and we have to get over it. Like we've just oh, held behind the veil yeah. of the NCAA forever. They're crooked people that, and now pure attrition's winning out like it is in the NFL or other sports. And so to me, it's not that big of a deal because it helps the athletes assimilate to the highest level earlier on. And so that's going to be my take. I have very little loyalty to other institutions other than Syracuse. And so I'm a pro player. Yeah. Well, I mean, I hear you. It's it's it is what it is. I think it's like I said. There's it's not over for Syracuse. Syracuse is on the tra- the upward trajectory. Syracuse football is on an upward tra- trajectory. I think. Yeah, and absolutely. As, as long as that continues and they improve year to year, there's hope. <laughs> but he's right. I mean, things are changing and they're changing quick. And I mean, there's just no denying it. And, you know, from there, you know, you've just got to keep improving. And I think Syracuse is. So we'll just see what happens. It's just you have to, what's the next level every year? You have to reach that threshold every year. Like, boom, 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 you know? And that's not, that's, it's going to, every year it gets harder. So at some point, you're going to hit a brick wall, (laughs) right? (laughs) So you hit the freaking brick wall and and then what? So, I, I mean, I don't know, man. They need time to do it. They're not there yet. So, you need the perfect cutoff if you're a Syracuse fan for, for any of that to even align for you. But anyway, uh, Joe, you good? Okay. I'm all set, man. Yeah, all right. I'm good. All right. Man, well, that was fun, huh? Fun, long, both. Uh, I appreci- Summer's over, Sean. Yeah, Summer's over. no, don't start that shit with me right now. All right. Uh, Tyler. Appreciate you, buddy, so much. Thanks for coming on. We will have you on again. Joe, uh, thanks for nothing. Appreciate all of you for listening. (laughs) For Joe and Tyler today, I'm Sean. We're out. Peace. See you, Summer. That's not funny.